0: George Walker for WFIU Arts. Always Patsy Cline is a quite wonderful start for the 59th season at Bloomfield's Shawnee Theater. The singing from Holly Burnfield is moving and spot on. The flyover band led by Brian Samarzia is creative and together. The comedy from Shawnee's producing artistic director Bree Lindsay is more fun than anyone in the audience expected. Always Patsy Cline by Ted Swindley is based on a true story. In 1957, Houston housewife Louise Seeger was doing the breakfast dishes while her children were diverted with the Arthur Godfrey TV show. Seeger was simply captivated by the singing of Patsy Cline and converted to being an avid fan. For the next years, Seeger deviled the local radio station with regular requests for more of The Singer. Then in 1961, Klein came to Houston for a solo show. Seeger and her friends arrived hours early and actually met the singer. The two women hit it off. Klein even stayed at Seeger's home before her commercial plane flight the next day. And over coffee in the kitchen, the two shared family stories, hopes, dreams, and a few heartaches. It was an ongoing friendship between the two that continued with letters and phone calls until the singer's death in a private plane crash in 1963. The show roughly follows Klein's career and her changing image. Early on, costumer Zechariah Sains has her in a cowgirl fringe with a later transition to suits and then a more glamorous look. The song hits flow as well. There are the cheating songs like It Wasn't God Who Made Honky Tonk Angels and "Your Cheating Heart. The show samples novelty tunes like Got a Lot of Rhythm and Shake, Rattle, and Roll. And then there are the hits, Sweet Dreams, "Walkin' After Midnight, Faded Love, Crazy, and, of course, the historic crossover to the pop charts, I Fall to Pieces. Throughout the show, Holly Burnfield does a really fine job as Patsy Cline. Her voice is strong, it's true. She has the style down pat. She's always warm, friendly, and also somehow dignified as the singer. This leaves an open field for the often outrageous and endearing clowning of Brie Lindsay as Louise. She lectured, talked, and cajoled the audience throughout the evening, Laughter was abundant, and I'm sure her somewhat reluctant dance partner from the front row will never forget his experience. The music director for Always Patsy Klein, Brian Samarzia, led the flyover band from the keyboard for the show. They were a disciplined group and clearly out for the evening's fun as well. I especially enjoyed the lap steel and banjo playing of Evan Wright, and on occasion the group's vocals reminded me a little of the famous Jordanaires. Wednesday night's audience included four busloads of guests from IU's lifelong learning program. Several told me they hadn't really known what to expect. It was a friendly, appreciative, and gradually more and more involved group. There was applause for the songs, Plenty of laughter for Brie Lindsay's clowning as Louise, and by the finale, there was a standing ovation and demands for encores. Always Patsy Cline at the Shawnee Theatre continues this weekend, with evening shows at 7 and a 2 o'clock matinee on Sunday. By the way, you can hear an interview with the producing artistic director and comedian, Brie Lindsay, and Danielle O'Connell, and that's at wfiu.org slash arts. At the theater for you, I'm George Walker.